Now boarding for Rebuild of Joycast, your weekly destination for anime, manga, and more. Welcome back to Joycast, everybody. That's right, I'm doing it, even though I didn't really ask Ivan or anything like that. You never do. I never do. I just do it whenever I feel like it. It could be, I don't know, twice no, it's fine. in a it row. makes my job easier. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Today we're going to be going over the manga that we didn't cover last week because, well, a lot of them were on break, weren't they? A lot of them on break. Um, we just we just got busy, you know. Stina comes in and we all get excited and we want to talk about other things. <laughs> yeah, which is good because the listener, listeners also appreciated that. They've been very... They've, they've, they've all been waiting for and more, and we've been giving them a lot of and more lately. Uh, we could also talk a bit about the game awards if you like. A couple we interesting can, things but we're gonna up. keep that. We're gonna keep that brief because Absolutely. anything because uh, those awards themselves were anything but brief, man. Mm-hmm. If you guys want our detailed reactions on that, um, they're available now at the one dollar and up um, Patreon tier. If you go to our Patreon page, just check our table of contents. We have a stream archive. And uh, we we tend to uh, archive our stream um, our game awards uh, reactions. Um, mm-hmm. We're gonna get those up there for you. Because um, oh my god, it was a hell of an evening. I will say that very unhinged. Uh, yeah, we can we can start with the game awards actually. Yeah, um, I, I guess I'll talk about the thing that I, th- I I assume we are both interested in at the very least is yes. Hades two. Hades two came out of fucking nowhere. I completely agree. I popped the fuck off. I'm going to say this. I'm kind of not that interested. I'm going to be honest. I can wait. They're like, mm, you can. Right. They're, they're going to do the same thing where they go, all right, here's some rough stuff. We're going to beta it. You're, you can play the, 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 the pre-build and give us feedback. I can wait for the finished product. I don't, I, I do. I never. I trust Supergiant Games. And as much as I would love to give them my feedback... Hades was created without my feedback, and I would prefer not to taint it. <laughs> I don't want to touch an unfinished game, even if it's from my favorite fucking studio and my favorite fucking franchise now, apparently. <laughs> um, no, I I can wait patiently for the finished product. I absolutely loved Hades. As you know, I recommended it to you, yes, I believe, you when did. it came out. Yeah, yep. and um, we both agree it was a sick game, but I'm going to say my, it. It's my I'm not that interested. Time. I'm not that interested in a procedurally generated dungeon crawler uh, roguelike. Especially again. I'm not interested in like similar things. Like I know new characters, new weapons, I'm sure they will make it good. Um I'm also not that into the character designs this time around. Of the few that we saw, again? I actually think the new oh, characters rough. they they will they will refine that. I highly recommend I hope they so. released a documentary about the making of Hades. And mm-hmm. in the same process, they, they, they just announced this. If you look back at Hades when it was first announced, through the pre-builds, after the feedback, they always keep changing and refining things. So, mm. like, yeah, I, I agree. It's a bit odd, but that's not going to be what it is when it's done. Like, I've learned that with this studio. Supergiant is fucking amazing. They listen mm-hmm. to everything. They, they probably just heard you say that. And out there in the <laughs> said, oh, they don't like the designs? Don't worry, we're going to make them better. I hope They'll so, because like, uh, Jack and I were talking about them this morning. We yeah, had a that, little powwow. That, you saw, that is all beta as far as I'm concerned. I don't want to see it. I'm happy mm, for the announcement, I but I, I don't want to see it. I don't want to touch it until it is done. I am completely disinterested in another Hades beta or anything, because I didn't touch the beta for Hades. I said, oh, it's not finished. Well, I'm going to wait until that's done. And then it came out in 2020, which was absolutely appreciated because it was needed. It was for the that, best year like, to come year out, we yeah. were in lockdown and everything. Uh, and I spent loads of time with that game. And I beat it. Uh, I don't think I got it 100%. I didn't, like, reunite did. the Greek families. I didn't reunite yeah, I see, the gods. I, I, did, I will help the story. Like, I didn't unlock everything, but, like, I did no. the final story. I got I got uh, Persephone back. I got Zagreus' yep. mom back. And, th- and that was as far as I felt I needed so to the, go with so that game. Main, you, you finished the main story. There's yeah, the main yeah, story, yeah. then there's the secret story. So secret story is you reunite the entire family. I tried to play it again recently, like, as a fresh save. I did too, right before Pokemon came out, I replayed Hades. And as much as I really enjoyed the voice acting of that game, obviously, because I'm a voice actor, I 
found it hard to go through it again, and I found myself skipping a lot of things, because, you know, I was kind of like, I already know all this stuff, and with the story, I only really want to hear it once or something at yeah, this there's point, a lot especially of, there's with a lot the way of dialogue that they go through in that game. I get that. So much. I, I, I didn't replay Flourish. I just literally jumped back into my current save and just, like, tried to re refine it, because I'm just upset. I, I love the replayability of this game. So I was just refining my speed runs. Like I, I got some of my um, my specific um, aspects, my times lowered. Uh, but yeah, like a testament to how much I played Hades. I briefly held a world record. I think for the um, it was either the railgun or the fists. I had I had a world record for like a day, and then a million Damn. people fucking went over me because I was playing like in the heat of the world record runs. Like I I, I I love that game so fucking much. I oh never kept track of, like, my times, really. Like, that was just... I just enjoyed the game so much. I, I didn't even, like, think about what my, um... I'm not a speedrunner, but I spent no. on the fuck out of Hades. Like, I was like, <laughs> oh my... That's why I learned about that community. I'm just like, oh, I get it now. When it's a game I actually fucking like. And I can see how you refine your runs. Like, like I know all the numbers and bare bones. Because mm. Hades is not a game you get speedrun numbers for, like, glitching and uh, exploiting. You get your I, numbers because you have to find because it's it's a little bit of RNG and a mm -hmm. lot of strategy to work around it and it, it it's very fun. Yes, that's what uh, it's, the, it's the RNG that makes you come back for more. You're like, damn it, if I just got the if if, if my time in sticks was just a little bit quicker, if I've gotten the right room at the right time, or if I gotten Zeus's um boon right off the bat, or the Daedalus hammer, like the RNG makes you return. It turns one session into five and mm. that's I, I was, the game is addicting i watched a weirdly i, I watched it's a very like short meme video form. based on that the other day where it's like some guy wants a specific boon he doesn't get it in conjunction with another boon he's just like this is a dead run basically yeah you know, no absolutely it's a dead run but for me it's like well i basically when i run you just gotta work with me, what you got i start focusing on gathering gems and dark stones and shit like yeah. i go okay this but, is a farming run now like we said, we'll try and get into some other stuff because we could talk about Hades for hours. We could we make could, an entire episode Hades about podcast. Hades. We might make a ha we might make a Hades episode actually at some point. I mean, because that game right has now, a lot no, to talk I, I, about. I, I'm just telling you right now when that when Hades two comes out because I do I back I think that's when I just started like taking streaming seriously. Mm -hmm. I did Hades runs on YouTube like no, and uh, that was a lot of fun. And so when Hades two comes out, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be completely full on that. But um, let's continue on the game words. I get it was really unhinged, very spread out. We were laughing at the fact that they were giving out a Steam Deck every minute, and people were running the long time. Basically, the the the, the show had credibility when Christopher Judge won best performance in God of War Ragnarok. Mm. Like yeah. he, he, that was a great that was a great speech. That was a great moment. And then the show. I didn't, just I didn't watch it. By the way. I actually didn't watch the Game Awards. Yeah, because you were asleep. I only know about... I was fucking asleep. I thought it was on while I was going to see fucking Electric 6 last that's night. What I, that's the what way. I thought amazing. too, but no, it was yeah. late. It was late, late, dude. Yeah, yeah, my friend... I, I put a tweet and then I deleted it because my friend was like, no, Val, you weren't asleep. It was just not on. I was like, what? How late was it? They were like 3 a.m. And then they were like, also, it's not called Gamescom. It's Game Awards. I'm like, well, that's how little attention I paid. And now I feel stupid. And you've convinced me to delete my tweet. I hope you're happy. Right. So anyway, uh, but so he won best performance. He of won best performance, well deserved, great moment. Al Pacino let him in. Doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. I'm surprised you're down for that. Um, down for what? I don't know, cause he's a black guy playing a Greek man. Oh, but it's a good fucking performance. Oh yeah, it's a good performance, but that's fine. A black guy could play a Greek guy. That's fine. Can he? A Greek god, a fictional fucking Greek god who's covered in ash. So like. The fucking race doesn't matter. <laughs> he, 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 this, this, Does this, it? God of, the new God of War series is literally a story about appropriation. He's a fucking Greek god in the middle of fucking Norse mythology. Like, if it's, you it's can a justify it in your head, story. that's fine. It's about a guy who shouldn't be there. No. How do you feel perfect. about people calling for him to be the actor for Kratos? Like, in a live action sense? Yes. Yeah, makeup. That's what makeup's for, motherfucker. He has to get straight at the gym. He could do it. All right. All right. He's a I'm good, surprised good, at that. Mr. I'm, I'm surprised at that take actor. from you. He's a I'm good, he's a good ass actor. Oh, actually, no, no. I'm thinking of other people. I know you're not actually that bothered about like uh, uh, different races playing I'm stuff. I'm not in bothered actor. about. I, no. no, I'm the guy. I, I'm one of those guys who says 
bring on the best performer. What yeah. my issue is, is if this was, if God of War, if, if Kratos was a black man playing a very black story and then a white guy played, that's a fucking problem. But, hmm. but God of War Why? is not a story about race. It's not. It's about mythology. So who? It doesn't matter. I just who's think in that, that place. I just think there shouldn't be like a double standard to these things, especially. I know. I I agree. The the right voice actor. But again, the problem is that when you put a black character on screen these days, there is a lot of things tied to that. Versus, you throw a white guy on there, and that, a, a white guy, because basically, like this is a this is a whole other discussion. This is, I Val, like, we would have to, I have to take you to a fucking, like, lecture, like a oh, seminar Oh, don't take me to this. a fucking seminar. There's a lot more. How do you feel about Final Fantasy 16 then? Final Fantasy 16? I don't, I never care for the Final Fantasy series, so I don't Okay, give basically. A damn. But I know people are complaining that it's getting too dark. Uh, it's, is basically, the director has directly said it's a Eurocentric story. It's not really that diverse in its characters because it's, like, 1800s Europe. Basically, yeah. So here's my here's my take. He's right, but your fucking series has a fucking dude with a fucking one angel wing, and he born in a fucking test tube. Mm -hmm. Who gives a fuck? Throw a couple brothers in there, dude. Uh, Come on. I don't. I don't agree. I'm. I'm happy. You can throw no, a couple uh, fuck, in fuck there. That. I'm happy with my Eurocentric representation. I can be happy with that. But yeah, but but that's fine. I don't give a damn. Good. But 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 that being said, you could whatever. Eh. Either way, no I one said anything way. about Black Panther. We can have our Eurocentric representation. It doesn't matter. It's, Every, it's I feel fine. like at this point, everyone can have the representation and just like don't yeah, bitch no, about but, it. But no, but history, historically, he is correct. But again, there's fucking dragons and fucking magical swords. So I mean, like, it's, uh, here's the thing. Who gives I know a what it actually is. Who gives a fuck about authenticity? At there that are going point. to be people of color in it because it's clearly going over things like exactly and, and, a historical and, 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 yeah, like because we had a lot of historical conflicts with um uh Muslim kingdoms and stuff like that. Well, I get it. I get it. It's like we've had this discussion about like in a completely different um mm -hmm. other bag of worms. We talked about the uh, the character in Guilty Gear. Um, who yes. The, who has the yo-yo? Uh, Bridget. Bridget. Where we, we and you've discussed why would you want that to claim that character, which I apply because there's not many to claim, and that's why. I. That's why I would say don't claim, just make one. Yes, but right now the one has not been made. There, we're, we're claiming until one gets made. That's what's happening. Yeah. And, and, and that goes the same for Final Fantasy. We want more black. Like, what, what's the like? What's the best character since Barrett? Or is that his name, Barrett? Saz. Saz. There was one in FF12 who wasn't a playable party member, but he was a guest character, and he yeah, was like but they radius. Want, they want more, and they can have him. Yeah, but, um, I guess. Back to the Game Awards, though. Um, like I said, like so, Christopher Judge, great moment, and then just all the credibility of the show went out the fucking window. Mm -hmm. Um, it just like that. His speech was like like. But by, by the point that Al Pacino announced the award, like 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 was like announcing the award, to the end of his speech, twenty minutes had already fucking passed, and we what? had just done one award. Like this took for fucking ever, and and, and Jeffrey Games is losing Steam decks by the minute. <laughs> Are you gonna get a Steam Deck? No. Would you get a Steam Deck? I'm not Why gonna do I get need a Steam one? Deck. No, Why right? Do I need one. No, <laughs> same. I really, um, I don't I, need I, don't, one I barely either. play my Switch handheld. Like, fuck. People, I, I saw people initially be like, the Steam Deck is going to be fucking, I have not heard anyone buy one. Anyone that I know has one loves it. So like, it's not a bad thing. I, that's the, I haven't seen anyone buy one or talk about owning one or anything like that. I'm sure they are selling. Yeah. But, but yeah, I so just like, haven't he was giving one away every minute. It was a fuck. It was hilarious. Like you could see he was starting to rush at the show, but it still ended up being he he promised it was going to be the shortest game awards. It ended up being about the same length as last year. Too fucking long. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, what else happened? Um. Oh, fucking uh, Sonic. There was a People's Choice Award. Hmm. And freaking uh, it was just Sonic Frontiers versus Jinshin Impact, as they say. Ugh. And um and if the Sonic fans had shut their fucking mouths, if they hadn't got cocky, they could have won. Fidel usually ha like has only one job on Twitter, and it's to make Sonic win things. He can't do that. He needs to delete his fucking account. So so Genshin Impact won People's Choice Awards, which Jeff fucking um like preludes with. 
after we deleted all the bot votes, the winner was Genshin Impact. You're like, bullshit. I was gonna say, I feel like Sonic... How do I mean, so, how I mean, Sonic you know what? lose a you know People's what? Choice Award? Ivan, Ivan, we underestimate the power of child gambling products. Exactly. We, under we, really we, 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 really we underestimate you're, you're, so hard. You're absolutely correct. You're when I was at Comic-Con, I thought I saw loads of people from different anime. I was like, hey, are you dressed as a Monster Hunter character when I was in Birmingham? And I I'm so glad, by the way, that Steen is happy with the autograph, by the way. Yeah, she. Oh, yeah. Update for the audience. She did finally get the autograph, and it was a sick yes. print too. I yeah, saw it, it is. No, I'm. I'm very happy that she's happy with it. Um, I went over to someone. Twitter. I went over to like several people. I was like, "Are you from this? I can't quite pinpoint, but are you like from Monster Hunter or something?" And they were like, "Yeah, no, I'm from Genshin Impact." And I was like, yeah, "Oh, what no, are you oh, from?" Yeah, like Genshin last, Impact. Uh, last anime Dallas I was at, that was the same thing. Like, I, but but I recognize because I'm I'm very I'm all unfortunately too familiar with Genshin Impact style. Mm. Um, fucking Bamco Namco, uh, Na Bandai Namco freaking, uh, announces a new game that looks eerily like Genshin Impact. Like, it's, it's a fucking disease. Um, but, uh, otherwise, what else? Um, Armored Core? I don't know. Do you know Armored Core? Yes, yes, I do. It's, uh, what, it's what, uh, From Software were making before Dark Souls. Yeah, so, so Armored Core is getting a sequel that people were really excited about. You say uh, it's quite niche, to be honest, in the West. So, yeah. but it, it should be cool. I, but I don't like the fact that people are like, I wanted to have Dark Souls controls. I'm like, no, I don't want that for Armored Core. I've played Armored Core on like PSP, and it is a cool game, but it is quite hard to get into, in my opinion. Right. Otherwise, um, like I said, nothing else really grabbed my attention. There was another Mario movie trailer whatever it looks fine um mm -hmm. but then i know uh, some like, people are growing on chris pratt i think he's fine i think he's fine he's not the best choice but he is a choice. i i have had people say things i've seen opinions where it's like he's not actually mario it's his origin story he's just a normal guy from fucking brooklyn with some eccentricities that he's probably gonna he's develop mario. as he goes he's mario but it's like Apparently there is like a point in the I, I've heard about a leak or something somewhere where the movie will apparently begin with a, a uh, uh, Like kind of a an advert of sorts for the plumbing company and it's um uh, What's his face? Um, actual Mario voice actor playing Mario and doing all the wahoos and everything and then it's Chris Pratt Mario being yeah, actual Mario. It, it, it sounds about right, but yeah, yeah, no, but people are, are really overblowing it. He sounds Fine. Mm. I it's was not, disappointed. It's not, my choice. it's not the best choice, but it's just a choice. I was disappointed with the original, with the second trailer that we got because it felt like I feel like maybe the editing was not really emphasizing his voiceover in them. Oh yeah, they and were using his worst fucking takes because there were TV spots released after that sounded way better with the yeah. same fucking. Which they probably did so correctively after they got all the shit on the trailer. The part I really don't like is how everyone on Twitter, when the initial trailer did come out, was being really up their own fucking ass about it. Because like, it's just, I feel like it, some people it's, it's popular just, dunk on we Chris heard, Pratt. I know, it, like, we heard two lines from him and everyone exactly. was like, he's the fucking worst, he's holding it back. And it's like, uh, I wouldn't go that fucking far. How about we wait a bit? I don't know, but I get, I get it. He's oh, he's oversaturated. It's annoying. I get it, but like, he's fine. He got the role for a reason. He's yeah. played this role before in the Lego Movie. He's 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 well practiced for it. I still mm. would have went with Charles Martinet because he's a very talented actor and he could have played whatever version of Mario they wanted. People, but I, people really underestimate that Charles Martinet is a voice actor and a very well storied one. Oh, Look yeah. at his fucking filmography. He's been here a minute. All right. I think one of the most annoying things I saw though was like someone being like, uh, he was in he was in the JoJo OVAs as the uh the the guy who Dio kills, who he forces to like drive the car and everything. Senator Phillips. Yes, yeah, Senator Phillips. How do you <laughs> fucking you, remember? The only reason I remember Senator Phillips is because of the JoJo improv <laughs> dub that we, I did with the Morning Ramen Boys like <laughs> years ago. Because Schuler, um, so our fans, uh, you'll know him as the voice of Zapper in My Hero Bridged. He played Senator Phillips, and he just goes on a fucking monologue. For like five minutes, I cut it down in the video. I mean, this is lost media, by the way. You, you mm. can't find this anymore because Warner Brothers did their best to fucking delete this fucking shit. 
uh, they were not happy about it because it, it was literally like a 40 minute video of us just d of improv dubbing like like kind of like how Snapcube does over mm -hmm. the final episodes of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure part um three, three. and it just it was a wild magical time I played Joseph I was this was during like the, the, the 2016 election so like he was a Bernie bro it was that long ago it was that long ago um fucking fucking Dio's most famous line all jords all day <laughs> Sebastian was playing uh the Zawardo screaming in a high-pitched voice every time he got hit it was it was a good time <laughs> but um, but, um I remember someone saying... That's why I remember Sitter Phillips. In the OVA dubs, they said that Charles most, Martinet... The moment. They said that Charles Martinet's performance was the most standout thing out of the the entire OVA dub. And I'm sat there, I'm like, that is some hard fucking cope right there. Because as good as he is, I guarantee that job for him was just an afternoon that's probably fucking gone from his mind. For him, it was just Tuesday. It was just fucking Tuesday. The fact that it's like, oh, but he 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 was the standout performance of the JoJo OVAs as Senator Phillips. Bull fucking shit. You're just trying to fucking say stuff because you hate Chris Pratt so much. I, I get know. it. But um, is was there anything else of no? Um, like I said, God of War Ragnarok recency bias let it sweep a lot. Um, mm -hmm. otherwise, of of course, Horizon Zero Dawn got fucking nothing. I'm gonna be honest. God of War to me looks like a baby game. It's fine. It's so handholdy looking. It. Cody fucking swears by it. I've watched Freddy play it. It's good. It's it, it deserved its reward. Freddy plays it. That fucking confirms it. The man couldn't beat <laughs> be Sekiro. Nice. Be nice. <laughs> no, but, um, I love you, Freddy. But otherwise, like I said, Horizon Your Dub, like all sub, like all like flash and and like superficial bells and whistles, but no substance. It's not fun. Like games need to be fucking fun. That's why I can see the God of War that it actually got some gameplay going on but mm. the winner of the night to everyone's not too much surprise was elden ring it took the big prize thank and fuck i was genuinely yeah, worried yeah, god of war was good. gonna win it that 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 was the true winner but the most famous moment of the night so as this speech is going on we see this kid in the background um this award was uh, preluded by um joseph seraph i think is his name he's the creator of it takes two which won last year which was a fucking hell of a fucking win. That was a Cinderella story of a win. No, um, that, he announced the good, winner, I mean. and we're all thinking, is that his kid up there? What's that kid doing in the background? And after they announced the awards, he comes up to the microphone, and the fucking camera, like the camera has already, like basically when the Oscars are done, the camera zooms out, they cut the mics, it's over. The camera zooms back in on him, turns his mic on, and he says, I would like to, I would also like to nominate for this award my reformed rabbi, my, my reformed rabbi, Bill Clinton. And the, <laughs> and, the and, rabbi. and Miyazaki and the guys from software, I just kind of look at, because they don't understand. So they're just looking at him and they're like, and they start Bill clapping because they're like, oh, this must be some guy. This must be our PR guy. Might be a producer. We just haven't met. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, and then the camera cuts immediately because they realize they fucked up that that's just some fan in the fucking background that just snuck up. <laughs> and if you go back and watch the footage, there are screenshots. This kid was planning this all night. You see him in the back. He's just standing like right at the edge of the crowd all night, just getting ready, like pretending like he's supposed to be there. Amazing. How, how do you feel about him being legend. arrested? You have to, because if you don't, everyone's gonna do it. I I feel you like they you should have, just. You have, to, you have to do that. You have to do that with streakers. I, you have to do that. True. There have to I, be consequences because if not, next year people are gonna just, people are gonna bum rush the stage. Fifty people are gonna chase the stage and fucking tackle Hideo Kojima. <laughs> you can't do that. True. You true. you've got to set. Next no, when you year, put it like there's that, there's gonna be a yes. fucking iron fence around the stage now. <laughs> it's gonna be like prison. When a the prison Wild West. This kid is a legend. He has ended the Wild West era of the Game Awards officially. Finally, we can move on and be fucking professional. The <laughs> next time we're gonna get anything good, Will Smith is gonna be like in a video game and he's gonna run up and fucking smack someone on stage. That, that's the next time something <laughs> cool is gonna happen at the Game Awards. What are you most excited for from the Game Awards then? For me, it's Final Fantasy 16, personally. I actually think that look game looks amazing because apparently it's going to have it Devil May Cry. Otherwise, it was just more CG trailers for shit that's uh, never yeah. been fucking done. Yep, yep. How do you feel about Idris Elba and Cyberpunk? Is that going to fix the game's, like, massive amount of issues? Nope. They fixed nope, most of them, though. Fucking... The game's playable uh, now. I, I am playing. So. It is playable, but I have seen characters walk up invisible staircases in the fucking streets on more than one occasion. Damn, you got him.
<laughs> no, that's just. I'm, I'm, sorry, that, I'm just like, I mean, right now it's cool to look at the Pokemon performance right now. <laughs> I, I could go on to different issues like enemies not responding to things that they frankly should, but I, I, I can't do that. Shall we move yeah, on to R the manga? Arcane won Best Adaptation. That's also important because I never oh. finished it, but I understand that Arcane was very special. I didn't that watch it. Very it unique amazing. show. My mum watched it when we had it's Netflix. It's very good. I just didn't, I just, time got past me. Before it, it I cancelled it. It fell under my... What's that? And the, I, I said my mom watched it on Netflix before I cancelled my Netflix account. And she went, why did you cancel Netflix? I'm because they're fucking leeches. Yeah, because they keep increasing the fucking price, dude. Yeah. Um. <laughs> otherwise, yeah, like I said, the Game Awards were the Game Awards. If you want more details, if you want to watch it suffer in real time, there's a four-hour stream archived on our Patreon right four now. Hours. One dollar uh, tier. Coolest thing I can think is if that fucking Baki leak about Tekken is true, if they start incorporating manga characters into Tekken, that would be the coolest thing they could do. That would be pretty cool. Like, they did it with uh, Gon, the little T-Rex and everything in Tekken 2, I believe, or 3. So, I don't see why they couldn't do it with, like, way better characters. You want to talk about My Hero Academia because we couldn't actually get a decent translation for it. Yeah, so the uh, the tra uh, so basically in order to be timely because we record this on a Friday, we have to get we have to use the um, the fan translations mm -hmm. um, before we. That's not really a problem with on One Sunday. Piece. They they do really good work the TCP scans. Yeah, because they because that's their prime that's their primary objective is that mm -hmm. one. Everything else is kind of you know we'll get to it if we get to it. And they didn't get it to in time for us to record the podcast this week. So we have a very roughly translated scan of this week's My Hero. But it's fine. This week is just a setup um, issue. Though it's giving us what we want. We're, we actually get to see the uh, the uh, Ochako uh, Toga fight. Granted, they skipped some steps. We're kind of seeing they, like, the end of the fight. They absolute, he absolutely glossed over it a He bit. absolutely did. Yeah. But, and... but, but, but as recompense though, he has now teleported... Froggy and Ochako with Endeavor and Hawks versus All for One and Dobby. I like this mix-up. So I do too. I, I, I like the promise. I hope they show the fight, though. Were you confused as to the part where, um, in the middle of the chapter, or towards the end of the chapter, everyone's getting transported. We got Hawks, we got uh, All for One, Dobby, Endeavor, and now Ochako and Froppy, and then they just have this flash of the news reporter. Yeah, there's something about the butterfly effect they're discussing right now because then the portal looks like a hurricane, and there, there, there's something, there's something on a, on a thematic level happening here. We'll find out. I absolutely out one time. adore Ochako's face at the end of the. It's chapter. a great shot. It's a great shot. It's a really great shot, and she's like grabbing onto Froppy's tongue and everything. It, it's it's fucking cool. Um, Toga. And I, I kind of understand what I feel like Toga has been majorly glossed over, though. Yes, it oh, absolutely, like, absolutely fucking I, I understand that she has had some of the most development, or, um... She's to had an extent, the, like, basically, like, she has, like, a, a high floor and a low ceiling with the League of Villains. Yes, she has had a lot of spotlight time. She was there for a while in, um, the A Precepts of Death arc, uh, the War arc, My Villain Academia. She showed, she got a lot to show in yeah. like the last couple years. So I kind of understand why she's been glossed over and Darby has like been more in well, the spotlight. Well, I'd say Spinner's the one war. who's kind of getting the kind of the, the, the apology. You know what? Yes, yeah, Sp well, Spinner has just yeah, been done been dirty in the story in general. Like all for yeah. one has given Spinner an extremely raw deal. Like he yeah. has destroyed Spinner's mind. Spinner is not who he was and it is sad. The fate yes, of it's, 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 it's a tragedy. Like they they, they use Sp they use this joke character as a tragedy. It's actually quite fucking brilliant. Yeah, no, it is. It is. That's why um, it, it works. But, but yeah, um, like I said, this chapter is all set up. I mean, what is there really to discuss other than it's a lot of exposition to explain? Um, Ochako the is time going limit. to try and redeem uh, Toga, but I feel like Toga might die of her own. I feel like Toga might have a Disney death. So I feel like I have everyone besides Darby. Darby is absolutely getting the Disney death because he's D going Darby's to die. Darby's absolutely getting Clayton. We've been saying this for years and it still hasn't <laughs> happened yet. Yeah. <laughs> but we think it's finally going to happen because, my God, the dude's on his last legs. Like, he's not coming back from this. He looks so fucking cool, though. I absolutely yes. love that Darby is like a fucking Fire Force We've villain we, we have reached the phase where Shonen Jump censors have jumped in and says, you can't draw Darby anymore. <laughs> oh, how do you feel he's about... Just, he's completely just ink on screen right now. How do you feel about the anime, by the way? Because I've noticed that the anime is really censoring a lot of the violence in the war, it seems. 
Like they're doing a yes. lot of like oh, off-screen yeah. oh, like blood like they, they, they got one. They got one. They got the fucking uh they got uh Mirko's head rip flip there and then uh -huh. and then the censors came in and said, "All right, you got your one. Got to tone it down." Yeah, it's like uh, Shigaraki is like not drenched in blood. The animation is just fine. Mm. But they're really toning it down. Like it's not bad. This isn't this isn't like last season bad. It's not bad. Mm. It's just very jobber. Like no. they're not doing anything exception they're not doing anything exceptional right now. It's very splash pagey, shaking the camera still images. And like you said, heavily censored. They're not going as raw, which is a shame because this was the first like really raw set of chapters. Mm. Like the shows the series has always been pretty raw. But this one really got bloody. Like people were biting each other's arms off. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, and so like, yeah, it's a, it's, it's disappointing. But the problem is that after the disaster that was season five, I'm kind of just like, I'm kind of numb to it now. I'm just like, I understand that my heroes, that the main anime's best days are behind it. Pretty much. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just happy it's not garbage. Cause it's not garbage. It's just a jobber now. It's a yeah, jobber. I'm seeing production. people try to label it as garbage. I don't agree with them on that. Last season, they had an argument last season. They don't this season. I'm sorry. It's not that bad. It's just, we, we're, it's all relative right now. We know what they can do. And they showed it this season what they can do. Mirko's fight was fucking movie quality. Hmm. Um, so, but wait, right wait, now, wait. Would, would you say then that, like, the. Because I know that the thing that you had a lot of contention with last season was the. Not showing the uh, meta human racists getting killed. In um, yes, five. they really pussied out on that. I was very angry, considering what was considering what was airing on television that season. That is I was a very, very gory bit, but I know that they could have at least shown like the confrontation. Yeah, the, it was from a narrative perspective, it was still a very important. Again, we talk about Spinner getting a raw deal, no rawer than the fucking anime. Like I, like I have a bad feeling that they're gonna do that in a vignette. There's gonna be a, a very brief flashback. They're gonna try to apologize and do that. When mm. we reach this phase of the anime, what we're currently reading in the manga, I feel like they're I gonna have to that. do it. And it's I can suck. see that absolutely. And out, of this out of order shit, it's a it's a disaster. But this season, they're going in order. They're doing fine. It's just, it's not the exceptionality that we know that they are capable of. They're just not demonstrating it, and so people are sleeping on this season. Do you? And feel they like... should honestly, and it deserves. It doesn't deserve to be hated on, but it does deserve to be slept on, which is a shame because this arc was like a huge turnaround for the manga. Mm, so it, it, I is, agree. It, 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 it's a it's a disappointing jobber season. It's I, not I, bad, I, I wouldn't it's say it was a turnaround for the manga because we just got Villain Academia in the manga. Because But what happened uh, but, but, but remember what happened after Villain Academia, right? Or sorry, or was Oh was yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Endeavor Agency was after. It was a downturn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was Endeavor Agency, and I was fine with Endeavor Agency because... I was fine with it because I love Endeavor, but if we're talking relative again... I gotta in the say, manga, In the manga, Endeavor Agency was a downturn, and the anime made it worse. Absolutely. Well, that's because of the they fucking order they, they dragged it the fuck out. Yeah, the, the anime fucked up Endeavor Agency. The best so part about the, about the Endeavor Agency arc in the manga was that it was short. Now, I want to ask you a, real, a quick question about the manga. Do you feel like the paneling in this, or, or like just everything going on, feels really confusing and slapdash together? I don't know if it's something to do with the translation, but something about this entire thing just feels really yeah, mind hard you, to audience, follow. Yeah, listeners, we are listening, to, sorry, we are reading a very rough English translation because we don't have our usual scan. So, um, if you're talking about purely from an art perspective... It feels like they are, like you said, they are like just uh, shifting through this fight a lot. Well, they're, 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 they're glossing over. Like, they they want to get to, like, I think he's, I like, this is a setup chapter. I, oh, Chaco gets a great fucking shot at the last panel. Otherwise, she does. yes, they're, they're, they're rushing through. No, I, I shouldn't say that. Toga obviously gets some good fucking shots. After not seeing Ochako for a majority of the year. Oh my god, it has been. It's yeah. been like nearly a year since we've seen it, it, it's, it's been ages since we've it's seen Ochako. It's been a Chaco. minute, girl. It's been a minute. We're I can't wait for them to move shift over to someone else. We saw her chapter. like, I think we saw her like 20 chapters ago or something. That's what it feels like. It's been a while. It's been a fucking while. But yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, Chainsaw this week's chapter work. is fine. It's just set up. They're, mm. they're, they're, the next chapters is what's going to be important. Besides the translation, it's, it, it's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> otherwise, let's talk about, 
like some of the best chapters of anything this week. Let's start with Chainsaw Man. Uh, chapter. I'm mixed. I'm mixed on Chainsaw You're Man. You're mixed. Of I'm course mixed. you are. Of course I am. One thirteen. This fucking chapter is great. Oh my gosh. I love. I love this. Arsenal so no, no, was no. my favorite. No, and no, here, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna not bury the lead here. Here, let's let's talk about why you should understand why this is great, Val. Mm -hmm. Because we've been bitching about how it seems that whenever Denji's on screen, um, or on on the page, this this part, we we're afraid he's regressing. Mm -hmm. This chapter is the best argument that he has really grown. We discussed this last week where like he was cleaning up litter and reselling it. Like in his own filthy mm. Denji way, he was growing. Here, he straight up tells her, this girl says, hey, you listen to me. I have things, and Denji goes, no, I think for myself now. Right. Boom. Better than any fucking transformation you'll ever see in Dragon Ball Super. Absolutely, 100%, I completely agree with Denji that. Denji thinks for himself now. That's what I call fucking power scaling and power creep. <laughs> a, a Denji that thinks for himself? Fuck yeah. That, fucking that is stoppable. The, that is the equivalent of fucking Super Saiyan right there. There will be no arguments. That was fucking sick. It's the battle of ADHD versus autism. It is. It is. This is awesome. Where she's like, so they're sitting at the freaking aquarium, and she's like, "We, I planned the whole date. It's gonna be thirty more minutes of starfish facts. Then we will move on to the sea anemones." And, and then she goes, like, "Fuck you! Penguins. I want the penguins." I was thinking about the. I'm thinking for myself now, and I spent all last night thinking about the penguins. I'm going to the penguins, bitch. I don't care if you're hot. I don't care if you have boobs. Denji thinks for himself now. Hell yeah. Yes. Have you seen that Spy X family uh, did the penguin chapter? In the anime recently. Were they, oh, when they, yeah, when they... Yeah, and, so, and someone and someone did an edit where it's like, for the entire time in the Penguin episode, there were these two people. There was this girl just throwing facts about Starfish at a guy who just didn't give a shit. Yeah, go ahead and just spoil the next episode of Spikes Family and Bridge, why don't you? <laughs> uh, but otherwise, um, yeah, this chapter was fucking great. Um, then we get the... Wait, uh, this the is the part where I get was, where I mixed. Oh, yeah, me too. Where I feel like Fujimoto gave the fuck up. He went, fine, bitches. It's the famine devil. That's what I feel. Because, mate, I'm just not I, used to, like... I had some like... idea. I don't know what I'm doing. Fuck it. It's the famine devil. You said you will keep telling... You will keep hounding me on Twitter. I, apparently, he deleted his Twitter. I heard he got kicked off Twitter. I heard he deleted it. Apparently, Elon Musk... Ban but I think it was because he was impersonating his younger sister on Twitter or something. I... Don't know anything about that. What you don't know fuck? about that. No. Yeah, he was like impersonating his younger sister on Twitter, apparently, for reasons I do not know. Just for fun. Have you ever seen Fujimoto? He's he's kind of a character. He's a goblin. He's a goblin. He's a goblin incarnate. He's goblin energy incarnate. That's how he fucking makes this crazy shit. But yeah, that's exactly. exactly what, here's the thing. I th ah, it's 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 harder for me to uh, express, but. He has already set the precedent that this will apparently not be as good as Chainsaw Man Part 1. And where I would maybe agree. even I would he agree. acknowledges that the things he is going for are very obvious. And maybe that's where he come because he really likes to do out of left field shit. And I and I don't know, maybe he maybe he originally wanted to end Chainsaw Man back in like chapter 97 or something. Because he could have. He could have absolutely done that, and I would you be know, completely he, satisfied. I mean, we, in that chapter, he says, end of arc. Like, he, you know, he had more planned. No, no, we don't know that, though. He could no, have been like, no, this... No, 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 no. I mean, we're talking about... Page, he says, part one over. He does, yes, but I'm, what I'm saying is, what if he was like, yeah, I'm planning on ending it, but then his editors, Shonen Jump, were like, you don't understand. This is the hypest shit we have had in ages. And he, he only came in at the end of 2018 doing this stuff. Fire Punch was not that popular when it came around. Chainsaw Man is a fucking phenomenon right now. It that, would that, not that rose the tide. Like, all his one-shots became fucking events. Yeah, exactly. No, here's, I, my, here's my stance on it. Like, any writer, even when you finish something, you always have notes for more. You always leave that shit open for more. 
Mm -hmm. He had opened for more, and he leaned basically as he was rapping when he was producing, producing chapter ninety something, like like early nineties chapters. Mm -hmm. He kind of leaned at his editors to go, "Do you want more? I I'm done in a couple chapters. Do you want more?" And they went, "Uh huh," emphatically not. He goes, "Okay." But he's give like, me yeah, a give year. me some time. But you gotta give me a year, and I'm gonna write some one shots because I do what the fuck I want. Does so he, yes, I, I agree that I agree block. that part two was not a complete story when part one was finished. Mm -hmm. But yeah. there was clearly ideas and things he was preparing for things in part one that we will see. I I believe we will see soon. And I'm also admittedly confused on what. There's is... a lot left open at the end of part one. You have to realize he I'm was also... he was prepared for more. I am confused to what is the famine and devil and what are they capable of? Because I think famine, that's like hunger and everything. Like things said, yeah, dying. Yeah, hunger, desperation. Mm-hmm. So the things I'm... you do when you're desperate is what she's really leaning towards. And she seems to have teamed up with the eternity devil. The eternity devil has returned. It seems like it. But I'm also confused on the I've taken Yoru outside. That means what she has ripped this? Yoru out of her consciousness. Yeah. So Asa's on her own right now. It also means Asa might have potential for an out. True, yes. And this is what I mean. It's like, this is why I'm confused, because I'm not used to Fujimoto giving me what I expect, because I would like to say I have a pretty good track record of like wait knowing he, what yeah, is going to happen. Wait until he pulls the fucking rug, dude. Yeah. Like, it'll come. Fujimoto fucks with me though. I have a pretty good track record of We're saying. We're in that part of the anime right now, where everyone, yeah. like, anyone, who, anyone who's an anime only right now is losing their fucking minds right now. Right. If the fucking manga fans can shut their fucking mouths. No. Chainsaw like, okay. fans, you need to shut the fuck up. You manga readers, you need to be fucking stopped. Like that seriously, is toxic. you shut have the your fuck space. Up. You have your space on Twitter where you guys will talk about the manga and everything, but when it comes to the anime onlys and they're clearly just talking about the manga, uh, the anime, seriously, stop it with the fucking Mr. Incredible memes. Let I them enjoy like, things. Just let them be as surprised as you were when you were reading the manga as it was coming out because I fucking adored that shit. How it would throw me every fucking chapter. It was so good. Let the anime onlys have that as well. Just... For a while. Come on. They then have to wait another year to finish the fucking story. And they can make the decision for themselves, because they're fucking big kids, to as to whether or not they're going to read the manga after the anime season ends. It's just bullshit. Yeah, they need to shut the fuck up, because I, I was I was having another t discussion with this with someone else. I'm talking about how, like, toxic fandoms. I'm like, Chainsaw fan fans have always been great. But since the anime came out, oh god, the fucking toxic guys have been coming out. Because it's just the superiority thing. They're coming out of the fucking woodwork and going, oh, mm. wait till this happens. And oh, yeah, this happens. Don't get too attached to that character. I'm like, Shut the fuck up. Right. Or the whole thing with Makima, it's like, oh, you don't know what she's really like. Or, oh, wait until you get to. And it's like, oh, shut the Fuck I keep up, hearing please. complaints about My Hero Academia fans. Guys, they're just children. They're, they have narrow mindsets. They, they they cry when their narrow view on life is, is challenged. That's what you do when you're a kid. They're harmless. It's these Chainsaw Man fans that are fucking spoiled, blatantly spoiled. They're just annoying. Things. It's not annoying. It's fucking rude. It's fucking cruel. Stop. This is an mm. amazing story and you are ruining it. I wouldn't Shut go that far. Mouths. I just call them dicks and say they're fucking annoying. Shall we talk about one piece because i'm excited um, for this one yeah like but yeah i had nothing much else to say on chainsaw man but other than you were divided i thought this was one of the best chapters of the i like part. the day aspect and i really like asa being kind of up in herself and everything like i even honestly one of my I mean, remember she's unpopular at school and we're learning exactly why. no one of my favorite fucking bits here was when asa was looking in the mirror and she's like I'm pretty darn cute. I'm like, yes, you are, but you're also a bitch. She is. Yeah, she is. And again, again, Deku fans, Ochako fans, look how much fun you could be having if your characters were, you know, actually not, like, flawed. Th th if they had actual fucking flaws, if they were actual fucking people. But before we discuss One Piece, there is one more brand new jump manga that just debuted. That's that is worth right. Discussing. Fabricant 100 by Dasuke and Oshima. I think this is the one. I think this is the one. The one? This is the one. This is like, so I was, so guys, if you want my in-depth discussion about some things going on in Shonen Jump right now, 
not on this podcast, but during the Game Awards, I talked to Host. Host is JJK, Jujutsu Kaisen's biggest stand, the biggest defender in Joyride. Otherwise, we like to dunk on it for fun. But I've admitted that JJK, like I said that when we when we had our in-depth podcast episode about JJK, I said that ultimately it was a victim of its peers. It came out with Dr. Stone, Demon Slayer, all these fuckers who were doing its Chainsaw Man, all doing its shit way better. JJK has outlived everybody. What's out there on Jump right now? Mail Order Bride of the Week? Uh fucking uh gag comedy also mail order jjk is like jjk is like the only pure battle shown and still left but here comes fabricate 100 it's not great just like i say with jj jk this isn't great but and the art's a little something about the art doesn't feel like it quite it's it's character art and it's background art aren't meshing very well they feel like they're not in the right space with each other um, but the story is solid. Um, the themes are solid. This is a very solid debut. And I think that, but again, I said the same thing about Red Hood and look what fucking happened. So who the fuck <laughs> knows? But if you're asking about, we, we, we talked about all this. The, the one criticism we had for all the new jumps that we discussed last week. What is the staying power? How long can these really go? This is the one, I wouldn't say... It's great, but this is the only one I feel like can go the distance. This one has a premise that can last as long as it needs to. And my god, does Jump need that badly right now. They keep canceling shit, and I feel like Fabricate 100 has got the fucking, uh, the goodwill after After all this bullshit, as long as its volumes sell enough, I think this thing's gonna be a cockroach, and it's gonna last a long time. I'm looking at it again. Because I looked at it before and I was like, this weirdly reminds me of Solia? It's the moon. It's the moon. It's the moon. Is there a moon? You're talking about Solia, that that moon, that that weird papery fucking moon. It's the initial art, the color art spread. That's what reminds you of that. That So that's one of my biggest criticisms. Is like, the sky gets that funny style, but then everything else in the world doesn't. Again, there's these styles don't mesh. It's really weird, but it does look good. Mm-hmm. It does look good. It just looks a little bit off. If you and think it, if you think it's the one, do you want to keep up with it? I don't want to keep up with it. I'm, in my own personal time, I'm gonna follow it. Mm. But this is not something I want to discuss openly on the podcast unless something incredible happens. When you hear about this series again, it's either being canceled. Or there's a big pop-off twist that I need to discuss. Mm. But if you're looking for a solid battle shonen, um, you actually can't go wrong with this. Considering what's going on in Shonen Jump right now, where everything's a fucking, freaking um, domestic propaganda. Like, there's something new happening here. Um, that that is to be appreciated. Um, but otherwise, like I said, yeah, Fabricant 100, solid. You guys should at least try the, the opening chapter and see if it's for you. Uh, but yeah, we can move on to One Piece. Holy fuck! What you 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 talk about One Piece this week? It was incredible, right? <laughs> it was a little bit expository. Oh, I, oh yeah, not a little bit. It was a lot. I know. I am. I am very worried that lots this of explaining is... things, but what? But explaining things while guess what the fuck was happening? Oh yeah. Uh. Luchi, yeah, yeah, Luchi versus Luffy, round two. Yeah, motherfuckers got your Luchi versus Luffy fight, and guess what, motherfuckers? He got stronger he, in two he, years, he you got, dumb fucks. He, and, but he also got a weird god mode, very similar he got awake, to Luffy's. He got an awakened fruit, like we said. But here's the like thing. Like we fucking said, like I fucking was, common sense dictates. The impel down animals... Apparently awakened Zoans, so I'm wondering what the difference is on this. We'll see in the fight. The explanation. No, 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 no. But do do you know what I mean? The awakened. So do you remember the koala, the rhinoceros, and uh, the cow in Impel Down? It's been a minute. It's been it's been a minute. That's fair enough. Uh, uh, there was the bondage lady who had a bit of a rivalry with Ivankov. She had three. Zoans under her command and gotcha, they, I remember now. they were the Jailer Beast Squad and there were three or four of them. They were apparently examples of 
I think there was a Zebra as well. They were apparently examples of an awakened Zoan devil fruit. And they were like weirdly cartoony, but they were like abysmally strong. So I imagined if Rob Lucci was going to have an awakened devil fruit, I was really curious. Is he going to go for Rob Lucci being a big, doofy, goofy zebra man with unbelievable strength? Or is he going to go for something like, like Luffy? Because I was like... I feel like he has too much respect for Rob Lucci as a character to make him like really silly looking. And I will, I will admit, Rob Lucci does look sick and I'm not surprised he's gotten stronger, but I'm also curious about this like direction he's going with with these awakened devil fruit forms or if he has changed his mind on what an awakened devil fruit really is Oh, absolute retcon. He absolute retcon. Yeah, that's just my thought on it. And I, think, I think the thought, I think the thought is I think those guys were awakened, mm -hmm. but like... Guys like Luffy and just, Lucci just are different. redefining what awakened means. Like now, like these fuckers were strong and they awakened their fruits. But now look at when the young, really strong guys awaken their True. fruits. Like there's way more there's there are levels to awakening now. Mm. Um also we got the return of Santomaru, which is cool because Santomaru is actually a relatively important yeah, hi, character. Santomaru, bye Santomaru. Yeah, pretty much. We met Santomaru in fucking uh all the way back. In uh, the Bubble Land, um, if you can remind me. Sabaudi. Uh, yeah, Sabaudi. Sabaudi Archipelago. Uh, Ivan saving me. Ivan getting me on the fucking One Piece names for a change. But uh, we, we last saw Santamaru in the Sabaudi Archipelago. We have not seen this man for over 10 years. That's insane. I feel, like we, I feel like he's peeked in here and there. He might have, yeah. He might have peeked in, but we have not actually seen him be active for about 10 years and the man has just been immediately taking I, I, out. We've seen him post time skip. Yeah, we have, true. We, I think we saw him at the end of Punk Hazard. Ah. Uh, oh, maybe we did. Yeah, honestly, Punk Hazard is a fucking blur to me sometimes. It is. But I, I, a lot of people's forgettable. Yeah, I, it's not even forgettable or anything because I think about more stuff even like that. Even though um, it really much says it sets up Wano very hard now retroactively. Ab oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think. Oh my god, it does. It's more relevant than ever. <laughs> I think about stuff more like lore and fighting uh, Vogo and everything. The kids, uh, Caesar clan stuff. But yeah, you're right. I, I, I think he might have been around there. So as I was saying. Uh, Luchi has just absolutely taken out Santamaru. I don't think he's dead because, you know, it's One Piece or anything, but it looks like a killing blow straight up, like, ripped out his heart or something. There's, like, blood gushing out of his back and everything. But here's the other thing I'm worried about. Dr. Vegapunk. I like Vegapunk, but now this chapter has got me really worried that Vegapunk is going to join them and go along with them so that Vegapunk can, like, understandably exposit every single piece of information that we're going to find out about going Absolutely forward. Absolutely, Let's go. I not yep. a new I, 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 I mean, someone has to. And I am almost like, I almost want Rob Lucci to succeed in this mission, but I understand why he's there. He might. Hey, he, bitch, he just might. He just fucking might. And that would be no, interesting. I love, a detail we're overlooking is the fact that fucking, uh, Aikainu, who's the leader of the fucking, uh, um, Marines, Akainu, Sakazuki, yeah. Yeah, Akainu. He's like, bro, Luffy's a fucking emperor now. Now, even though he's still just Luffy, but just with a new title. Now, if you fight him, it can start a fucking war, apparently. Yes, and I'm really excited, actually, because... Akainu has never been more useless than he's been I, since his promotion. I, I've I said it before. It. Akainu would probably have been happier if he lost that fight against Aokiji and he got to go rogue. I know, like, I mean, I, I, Aokiji got, uh, like, one in the end, dude. He got, he, he gets to retain being cool. Exactly. Akainu is, like, never going to be Akainu's cool. Akainu's fucking lame, dude. Akainu, uh, Akainu is actually, like, my favorite admiral next to Green Bull. That's why I like at Green Bull, because he's a fucking Akainu stan, <laughs> which I find extremely funny. Um, I, like, I'm excited that Kizaru is on his way to Punk Hazard. Could Kizaru actually be the real villain of Egghead Island arc? And is... Because I've said it before. Do you remember how uh, Atlas was utilizing gloves to grab and interact with holograms? Light-based holograms. Luffy is going to use that yes. to fight Kizaru. I fucking knew it. Yes, we, we, we mentioned this like when, when the first chapter, when they went to the island, we both mentioned this. 
That yeah, this is probably set up to fight uh, that that guy. Yeah, I because 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 otherwise he's too OP. We need we need we need, this this is like the blood on the sand again in um in uh Alabasta. Mm-hmm. Like it, we're we're getting a hint at how we're gonna beat that guy. Exactly. But it, it, it's kind of a ha it's kind of like a fucking big old hammer hitting you on the head though. Like it's really obvious because like I said, I, I instantly you know, it's, thought it's that. It's shot jump, dude. It is. Um, here's the other thing I have a problem with with this chapter. CP zero are kind of fucking stupid. It seems. Oh, they really suck. Right, that's what I was mentioning. The fact the fact that they can't they can't fight an emperor without orders. They're like, oh well. And then, and then, and then Luchi's like, well, I'm gonna do it anyways because I'm Luchi versus Luffy. Like we have to. No, not even that. It's the Esper thing. It's the fact that Kaku's there confidently being like, Esper, take out these ruffians at once. And then it's just like. Esper, beat the shit out of those guys instead. It's the fact that they're like suddenly like, oh, that's right. We can't actually control these guys because the Vegapunks have a better command ship or something. Yeah. So that their okay, orders exposition. override we're, ours. We're trying, to make this, we're trying to make this game of fucking uh, hot potato interesting. I feel like Oda is actually trying to get with the times of more modern shonen manga. Where like these confrontations are going to be shorter and shorter, just more briefer. multifaceted. Yeah, they're not just two guys punching. Like they recreated that shot with with Luffy and Luchi. Yeah, like, it, it's not. It cannot. It can no longer just be two dudes punching each other for like fifty for, chapters. For, for, for ten chapters. Yeah. yeah, it can't. It can't be. We. I feel almost like Luffy's fight with Kaido was a swan song for. Our generation of Shonen Jump, almost okay, boomer. at least, <laughs> at least, um, the method of which like the authors would go along. I I feel like that fight might very well be the end for the classic like Goku versus Freezer hundred chapter nope, fight see, or something. I'll see at the end of One Piece. I'll see the end of One Piece in five years. <laughs> May, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. It's just it's just a theory. But I have to say. Uh, I do like the fact that Vegapunk, because we've had this thought as well before, that when a Zoan awakens, or one who eats a Zoan lives a totally alien existence, wait, where is it? Devil fruits are manifestations of the desires to see how different paths of evolution play out. Gee, I wish I could do X, or if only I could do Y. Fruit powers actualize the wishes. Uh... Each one showcases. It was it was a bit he mentioned about people with the Zoan fruits actually having their personalities overrided. Did you read that? Yes. Yeah. I speak of the warrior of liberation whose antics could bring a smile to anyone. And yeah, as long as people desire to persist, will of their oh, oh there it is there it is there it fucking is. We all their desire to an instance. I thought I fucking thought it. I saw this in like a translation earlier that I read. So maybe this one is different to the one I read, because I'm on the TCBS scans. But it's interesting because the instant that Luffy started like laughing and like we talked about um, Luffy losing uh, some of his humanity because he's like so overwhelmed with like happiness and everything, where he could just like stomp a dude out and be like, ha 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 ha, ah man, why am I laughing so much? This is actually awful. So it, yeah, super interesting chapter, but like all things. Worthy of some criticism, I'm a bit worried about the Vegapunk involvement in the future, admittedly at this point, but I'm thinking... Yeah, I, I understand. Show, don't tell. Like, I agree, but I honestly, I feel like I, I'm more leaning in the in the side of, I don't think Vegapunk makes it. I don't think he dies. I think he gets captured. Mm. I think, I think I, something I, goes there. wrong. They are there. They are there to kill him. Yes, but I feel like something's going to change. Again, this is cops and robbers. Absolutely true. Or, or, or they quote-unquote kill him, but then we still see him in the finale in a prison. I love these fucking attacks Luffy is coming out with, by the way. He is punching the ground, and he is utilizing the rubberiness to punch into the ground, but because he's turning everything into rubber that he touches, he is driving his arm through it, and then out the other side, so he's just punching Rob Lucci with the floor in the kidneys. That is badass. I fucking love Gear 5. It is the it's best. Cool. It is. I'm loving it. But yeah, I think that's where we're going to drop off for today, though. I'd say so as well. I'm interested in where the other characters are, but... We'll get there. But not next week. It's on break next week. One Piece. Oh, 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 what the... 
I completely missed that. Thank you for pointing yeah, that out to me up. now. Yeah, I would relax. Don't don't. Otherwise, pop I would have been upset. Careful with the foreplay this week, because you don't want to pop off unnecessarily. <laughs> Do you have an outro for us? There is no outro. I just want to give a shout out to my reform rabbi, Bill Clinton. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Have a good week. Mind the gap as you exit our podcast safely. Rebuild of Joycast is hosted by Ivan Leroy and Valentine Stokes. Leroy's written and directed works can be found on the Joyride Entertainment YouTube channel and the soon-to-be-released original web manga, Paramedic. Val's dulcet tones can be heard in many of your favorite anime and web series, such as Ruby, Death Battle, Tribe 9, Lackadaisy Cats, and more. This episode was edited by Stina Carey, with YouTube version edited by Cody Rock. Music provided by Lo-Fi Geek. Intro and outro narration by Stina Carey. Outro music composed by Michael Payovich. Logo and visuals designed by Ivan Leroy. Rebuild of Joycast is produced by Joyride Entertainment and Rock Voice Productions, LLC, and made possible thanks to Patreon donations from generous listeners like you. This month's highest-tiered Patreon producers are Mr. Host, Gooner Bear, Mary Bowtie, and Hope D. Cruz. If you would like your name shouted out at the end of each podcast, an invite to our private Discord to interact with fans, cast, and crew, or early access to all of our content, be sure to check out Joyride Entertainment's Patreon. Links provided in the description. Thank you for keeping Joyride's engine burning.